Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is my best friend, so I'm kind of biased about this episode, and it is Jamario Childress. And so he's here just to share his thoughts and ideas about being the lead mentor for Generation 2050. We'll also talk a little bit about Black History Month. So help me welcome Jamario. Steam Forward Podcast. Well, welcome in, Jamario. How are you feeling today? Um, I feel amazing. You feel amazing? Yeah. I feel like you were going to say, like, this podcast was overdue, as if you um, were already meant to be here. I do feel like it's overdue. I actually feel like I should be the face of the podcast, but Got we're it. not going to go into that. Got thing. it. Got it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so Jamario is here. So, Jamario, give us some background of who you are. I know you weren't raised in Miami. So where did you grow up? Uh, Yeah, so... um. Like she said, I'm Jamario, uh, Mr. Jamario, if you're holy. <laughs> uh, I was born in Orlando. Right. But um, I lived back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Orlando, moved to Hollywood, Florida, moved back to Orlando mm-hmm. when I was like seven, moved back to Miami when I was like 14. I've been here ever since. Right. But your family is not originally from Florida, no? No, my family is from South Carolina. Right. Because you're part of, we like to say, the Gullah people are your ancestors. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. That's, it's true. It's actual and factual. So, Jamario, you're here because you have been a mentor at Generation 2050 for how many years? Five years. Five years. Five years. And so you've coined yourself as the lead mentor. Yes, um, lead mentor. That is a role I gave myself. Right. Okay. So when mentoring the kids, what has that taught you? Uh, first thing it taught me was patience. And why is that? Um, I was just never really used to working with kids like in depth, like mm-hmm. every day. Like I work mm-hmm. for Plan B and I go to schools for a couple hours and I right. leave. But like you're with them eight hours a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. And it just taught me to have patience with these kids because like I'm thinking like, okay, these kids are, like high schoolers. Right. They're not going to cry. They cry. Lots of tears. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of tears. Lots of emotions. So patience. Yeah. Okay. I feel that because kids are very, I like to use the word fickle. Mm -hmm. I feel like one day they're good. Mm -hmm. The next day they're not really chill. Yes. And now we got to figure out why are we unchill? Mm -hmm. So when working with Generation 2050, you said that you work for Plan B. Are you still working with Plan B? Yes. And what do you do with Plan B? Uh, With Plan B, I am the uh, lead educator Mm -hmm. for the SRAE program. And that's a title I did not give myself. Pastor Linda gave me that title. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you're enrolled and you're employed under. Mm -hmm. Got it. So I'm just an all-around leader. (laughs) Right. Okay. And what is SRAE? SRAE is Sexual Risk Avoidance Education. And, and so what do you teach the kids doing that? Uh, we teach them about healthy relationships, money management, um, and that's also like relationship with their parents, their mm-hmm. friends, not just like, you know, personal like relationships, however they fall into those, but like all relationships that you can think of. Right. So would you say working with Plan B has helped you become a better mentor at Generation 2050? Yeah. Because with Plan B, it teaches you all these things, like I say about like relationships. And a lot of times, like if you actually focus on what you're teaching the kids, you can learn something from that as well. Right. So learning like through the curriculum, Mm -hmm. I learned like how to better manage my own emotions, how to manage myself, how to talk to people better, how to like just be more calm and patient and how to have actual conversations with people. Right. 
I like that. So with Generation 2050, um, what has been, what have you learned just being in the program overall? Um, honestly, I learned everything that kids have learned, like whether that's like becoming a beekeeper, right. um, dissecting sharks, we've done that. Um, I've learned how to just stay focused on what we're doing because mm-hmm. uh, in Generation 2050, we do a lot of things throughout the day. So kind of explain to people, if you are a mentor at Generation 2050, kind of what maybe skills you need to possess, but some things that you kind of learn along the way. So I would say a skill you need to possess is flexibility because things can change at a moment's notice, Mm -hmm. whether that's like um, buses don't come on time, so you have to change your plan. Uh, The food you ordered didn't Mm -hmm. come in, so you have to change the menu for the Foodie Friday that day, Um, or even like someone calling out or something like that. So you just have to be flexible with like everything. Yeah. Too. So yeah, flexibility. Right. And so as a mentor, what are some of your responsibilities? Um, my responsibilities are to make sure the kids are engaged, mm-hmm. make sure they're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, also make sure like my co-mentors are also engaged in learning because we co-learn together. Right. So everybody's supposed to be doing everything together so it's not just like us sitting on the back of the wall like we're all engaged in everything that's going on so just just to make sure everybody's like toned into what's going on right and so one big thing that pastor linda always talks about and one thing that i kind of talk about as well is like um it's called student-centered teaching or learning so do you feel like the kids have really learned more or embraced more of the curriculum by them being able to be hands-on and doing the thing and then learning more about it later. Yeah, because it's tangible things that they can do. Right. It's not just like somebody getting up and talking to them. Right. So we can have like a lesson on beekeeping, but we're also going to take them to a beehive that's outside. Right. We can have a lesson on, on like plants and gardening, but we're going to actually take them outside and go in the garden. Right. So everything is very hands-on. We can talk about sharks, but we're also right. going to dissect a shark. Right. So what are you looking forward to this summer? Since our theme is now the land, is there anything that you kind of have expectations or you want to learn more about? So last year, um, obviously, I keep talking about this shark. I love <laughs> dissecting the shark. Yes. Um. So this year, I hope we get like if we're going to do land, I hope we get to dissect like a land animal. I'm thinking a pig. Oh, I know somebody mentioned maybe doing a worm dissection. Worm. <laughs> so kind of small, but. Yeah. Mm. that's an idea a frog maybe yeah so i, I would say um you want to dissect i want to dissect stuff like i love science so yeah i would think that that section would be great right okay kind of morbid science but um, okay yeah <laughs> science nonetheless love that so let's switch gears for a little bit so this month february is black history month and this is honestly our favorite month i would say out the whole entire year Um, Also, my birthday is February 15th. But anyways, um, being a black man in America, what does Black History Month mean to you? What do you think that people should actually get from this month? Uh, Black History Month is one. um, Black History Month is every month to me. Right. Because I am a black man living in America. Mm -hmm. But Black History Month means to me that now it's a focus on learning more about things that we didn't know. So we, we're not born knowing everything. So it's time that we can like pinpoint on specific things that happen in black history and black culture. Right. Um, not only in America, but throughout the world. Right. So we can actually like 
teach everybody what's really going on in the right. world. Right. And not just what the schools want us to know. Yeah. yeah, I think that what I really love about Black History Month is that it's kind of a month where we can highlight oppression is important and understanding that there were some things we had to go through to get to where we're at now. But I feel like Black History Month really embodies like Black joy mm -hmm. and excitement and like successes and achievements of Black people. And I think that um, I think that's why I enjoy this month more than any other month, because people can actually feel and embrace like what it is to be black in America, I feel, or black in the world in general. So, Jamario, what's next for you in your life? Are you going to go back to school? Are you going to learn something? Is there anything that you plan on starting this year? Yeah. So being in Gen 2050 and like mm -hmm. watching the kids learn, it really encouraged me to like further my education right and that's one thing i'm working on this year is uh going back to school further my education getting a degree yeah you know making more money and i want to go into business marketing why is that because i've always like had like this like this passion for it it's mm -hmm. like for some odd reason i've always felt connected to business marketing mm -hmm. just like going places and you know you see like the signs and like all these things and like right. how people put things together and i always like wondered what it took to do those things. And that's like business marketing. So marketing and the idea of like advertisement and yes. commercials, mm -hmm. that's like your gig. Like yes. that's what you love. Yes. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. The more you know. The more you know. So you want to be the person that kind of uh, creates this experience that makes people gravitate towards what you're trying to sell. Yes. Okay. Very good. I love that for you. So we like to end the podcast with a word of the day. So, Jamario, what is your word for today? Can it be a phrase? Sure. Black boy joy. <laughs> and why is that? Uh, because black men should have joy. Yes. Amen. I agree. Well, thank you, Jamario, so much for tuning in. And uh, I know we'll see you again. We have all summer, so it's going to be a great summer. Um, and just thank you for coming and sharing your thoughts. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And as always, a special thanks to our sponsors, the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And don't forget that there are three ways in which you can listen or watch this podcast. If you'd like to listen, follow us on Apple or Spotify. If you'd like to watch, follow us on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and click that bell for post notifications. Steve Forward Podcast.